Hi guys, it's Sophie from The Real Exes. I just want to put a plug in that we have started our subscription on Spotify. You can listen to your Real Exes of Portland with no ads on all podcasts. You get bonus unedited podcast videos and subscription only juicy podcasts and maybe some bloopers that go into it. Coming soon, we are going to have The Real Exes After Hours, which will be really super ooper juicy special guests and more. So go to your Spotify account and subscribe to the Real Exes of Portland podcast. Thanks. Hello and welcome to the Real Exes of Portland podcast coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I'm Heather. I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. And we are real women, real friends, with real stories that are super juicy and I might add real boobs (laughs) and we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at the real exes Portland and we will be hanging out with you guys every Wednesday afternoon and you know what Wednesday is wine Wine Wednesday Wednesday. Cheers. cheers Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are having a great time recording this evening on this beautiful summer August day, evening, (laughs) whatever you want to call it, (laughs) whatever time anyone's listening. (laughs) But we have our wine, and that is what is most important because it's Wine Wednesday. Cheers. Drink. (laughs) Mm. So you guys, we just have to kick this off talking about wedgies because I was very much trying to fix my panty, my panty loincloths because I have some shorts on that are a little bit tight in the crotchal region (laughs) and so it's really hard to sit down and so anyway, we were just talking about panties and doing a rehaul in our underwear I would love to do an Mm -hmm. overhaul and if anyone has any recommendations on panties that will stay put (laughs) that are um, cotton yeah because they always like they like stretch out is what and then they don't stay in place they ride down yeah and up they ride in they go in (laughs) right up they go in that's true they go in the folds (laughs) <laughs> and I just about had it. And I, I mean, once in a while, I'll wear a thong. But sure. for the most part, I feel at with my, I just don't really feel as comfortable wearing mm. them as I used to when I was younger. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like if I got in a car accident and <laughs> I had to go to the hospital and they had to somehow like remove my pants and they saw that this 53-year-old woman was wearing a thong, I would be mortified <laughs> That does happen. A oh family god. member of mine no. did have that happen. Oh my god! When my parents were in their motorcycle accident years oh and years no. ago, your mom was wearing a thong. No, it wasn't actually my mom. Oh, your my dad, dad was wearing a thong. <laughs> no, he was not wearing a thong either. But he, uh, it's a banana hammock. <laughs> He was, he, no, he was definitely wearing his whiteies, but oh. he, they were in a really bad accident oh, and no. he got really bad, like road rash. Mm-hmm. 
So they had to cut his clothes off, and uh, he was laying on the side of the road in his cowboy boots and his whiteies. Oh, that's a good look. <laughs> if you're totally, I know. So if you're going yeah. out there, those accidents do. I they mean, do happen, and you know that's happen. why our mothers raised us, telling us to always wear clean underwear. <laughs> But I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm, I don't know if I'm in between sizes because I always was like a medium. Yeah, I feel like I'm in between. I feel like I'm in between. And then, you know, yesterday I was on the bike and I, 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 my underwears kept running, running, running away. Running away. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why we should just not wear underwear anymore. Apparently it's a thing. Oh, we need to, we need to like. Because you need to air out the nether You're supposed regions. to go, when you go yeah. to bed, you're not supposed to wear it. I'm, hear, I'm hearing to... this, that you're supposed to let it air oh, out yeah. overnight. It, actually, that's what my do- that's what the doctor told my mom when we girls were young. Is really? If, the, if she really wanted to minimize, I mean, having four girls, she mm-hmm. wanted to minimize uh, like UTIs mm-hmm. and all of any other kind of issues and so when we were younger we always wore like really long 90s yeah or we would wear pj pants but we just didn't wear underwear because it just all needed to breathe so i remember those really long 90s because they would yeah. strangle me yes i was like why in the hell did we even wear why did they who brought who man um Brought it was that up. Pioneer. Who made those? Those yeah. pioneer ladies. It was. It was the pioneer. No, I, wear, I have to wear the little short ones now where yeah. if you bend over, you can see everything because. See, and it'd be even better for your sex life if well, you just not wear underwear. You know, actually, that's true. Very easy access. But the truth is, then, you know, along the lines of um, car accidents, I worry, like, what if my house caught on fire or we had a burglary and I had to exit the house, like, really abruptly and I don't have any panties on? <laughs> you have a robe. I know. So I worry about that, too. I worry about too much shit. You do you know, worry about too much shit. What is the likelihood of you in a fire oh, or Well, burglary. just last night, I worried someone was breaking into it's the house true. because about 3 a.m. the dog was barking and I had a panic attack and she had to put on panties I know. <laughs> luckily I had I had some tie-dye ones all I have to yeah. do you could have just bent yeah. over and go I just show, show your my, ass I show my wrinkly hoo-ha <laughs> to the burglar and Sorry. then they'll run right away <laughs> but no, I had to get out of bed because the dog was barking and I was like, and I was like, oh my God. And my heart was beating out of my chest. My husband was asleep and I got up and of course I didn't have a weapon. I had nothing. I was in my panties. <laughs> you had Benny. I had my, little little seven half pound. I had my little 10 pounder, but his bark is vicious. <laughs> So I got up and he was looking out the loft window. So I look out the window and um, I had my glasses, but I'm like, my eyes had to adjust because I was, you know, abruptly woke up. I saw streetlights. I saw parked cars. I was looking around. Um, I, I didn't see anything, but the dog was very intently looking out the window. And I was trying to look the direction that he was looking, but I didn't see anything. There could have been someone crouched down behind a car. I don't know. But... um Anyway, I finally, I didn't see anything, and he calmed down, and I, I went back to bed. But uh, that is why I like to wear panties to bed, because <laughs> if I, to circle back to the main point here, 
<laughs> the problems with panties. I okay. did one of the gals that we follow on our Instagram yes. page. She just did a thing this last week about mm-hmm. panties. Okay. And so I will send, I, I, I sent the link to myself personally mm-hmm. and I will send the link to both of you. <laughs> are they ones that are supposed to stay in place? Yes. I mean, am I going to have yes. to sew some gro- Velcro to my ass? <laughs> I mean, what the hell? No, that no, would be no. good. I know. You get your hormone patches yes. that have Velcro on the other side, yep. and you put it on your butt cheeks. You know what? Yep. There you go. I'm going to have to invent something because I'm tired of this shit. we got to make things work. Yeah. For yep. us. <laughs> so... And that was our introduction today, everyone. <laughs> our panty loins. <laughs> panty loin cloths, excuse me. But today we have a fun update from our beloved Amy. She's in the hot seat today. So, Amy, take it away. <laughs> take it away. Take it away, take it away now. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Is it the Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers? Uh, yeah, it is. Take it away, take it away, take well, it away uh, now. Uh, something, something, something. <laughs> okay. All right. We also karaoke on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we should start, actually. Yes. Yeah. There was um, a Beastie Boys. Should... Oh, no, go ahead. There was a Beastie Boys song a few podcasts back we were trying mm-hmm. to sing, remember? I think if you would like to hear karaoke, yes. you need to subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Talking yes. about subscription. Now that's going to be our after hours mm-hmm. on the couch. And that won't, instead of Wine Wednesday, it'll be Tequila Thursday or something. <laughs> because I think for karaoke, I'm going to need the stronger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. For sure. Carry on. Um, so let's see here. What are we talking about? Mm. We are talking about my like hormone update, which I think my hormone update kind of coincides with some of the stuff I've already talked about in my pot previous podcast about my um, my brain injury because a lot of symptoms are very similar. And so it could be one thing when it really is another and vice versa. So you want a brain transplant. Like I want a brain transplant. It's not even funny. I've never heard of it, but maybe. Frankenstein. Well, of course, yeah, Frankenstein. (laughs) Oh, my. We know how he turned out, so. (laughs) Okay, let's, we'll try something else. Never mind. (laughs) Sophie. Yeah, if I have Frankenstein's brain, I'm living by myself. (laughs) What fun would that be? We can do this. We can do this. Okay. So let's see. About a couple months ago, I went and saw my specialist. And um, is it like a neurologic doctor, your specialist? No, this particular one is my hormone specialist. Oh, oh, okay. um, Over at the... The women's clinic? Yeah, the Pearl Women's Clinic. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I, she's new to me. I've only seen her a couple of times and, uh, I had a hysterectomy a couple of years ago. And so, you know, the common question is, well, if you've had a hysterectomy, <laughs> do you still need to get annuals? Mm, and, yeah. uh, you do, you should have an annual, uh, after your surgery. An annual exam of your hoo-ha? Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. And, uh. Sorry, I annual. Just, uh, what were we call oh, it? An, an, an anal. An anal. An anal. An anal. An anal. 
I just think of all these words we're adding to our website. Our dick dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're I've been going to the Pearl Women's yes. Clinic. I got my um, annual, which was good. She said, unless I was having issues, I really don't need to come in very often for those. Um, so she did all my lab work and my lab work came back. I can't remember if I talked about it Mm -hmm. on the podcast yet or not, but my lab work came back. It's actually funny because my mom was thinking our family runs really, really high in estrogen. Mm -hmm. So she was like, you're going to be, you know, you just have to be high. We all have like endometriosis problems and um, I actually came back with a normal estrogen reading mm-hmm. for through my hormone specialist. So I know for sure mm-hmm. it is the reading that we should, you know, that is that's a good reading versus just going to a regular OB clinic and getting like the standard test right. where everybody seems to follow mm-hmm. within the normal range. It's not normal. Did you um, right. go on a special day after your period? Do you have to be on a certain day of your and the cycle? cycle or your, yeah. I don't have a period. Oh, that's right. Oh, so that's right. Yeah. Yeah, because I was just talking <clears throat> to that um, retired doctor, the OB oh, yeah. that I met this week, past weekend, and she was saying that it should be done on the, like, the 21st day of your cycle or something oh, like that. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's a whole other story. No, I was just it is. curious. And actually, there's a lot of times where she was referring to, well, if you had your period, you would be doing this, and you wouldn't be mm. taking certain medications all throughout the month that I take every single day of the month. So my estrogen was fine. Um, the only things that were completely, pretty out of whack was um I was really really deficient in vitamin d surprise surprise Uh um so I've upped my vitamin d quite a bit and then uh estrogen was fine my progesterone was actually totally fine Mm -hmm. um but my testosterone was low so I take a testosterone I'd like to take it tablet form or a a pellet mm. form however I don't have like four or five hundred dollars to yeah, drop to have that done because for me I have like really bad short-term memory issues with the brain injury and so I was really good at taking all my meds for like the first I don't know two and a half three weeks and then all of a sudden I noticed like a couple <laughs> days later oh I haven't taken my pills and it it kind of runs like that Mm -hmm. I can do really well for about two or two and a half weeks and then somehow it just drops off the excuse me while I pinch my boob (laughs) from your red bra yeah under the underwire that's a whole Um, other story so I started on the progesterone so the reason I take the progesterone is to help with sleep Yes. I was having issues sleeping and she said, what are the things, what would you like to work on first? Because right now, you know, the gamut of symptoms can be helped with taking maybe extra estrogen or extra progesterone or whatever it is. And so I gave her like, I really need something for sleep. I need to be consistent with sleep. 
-hmm. And I have uh, medications with the brain injury that I could take to help me sleep. But those cause a whole array of GI issues we're all aware of uh, with taking pain medications and such. Um, So I was like, I really like something that played into my system that would Mm -hmm. like really benefit me more naturally. Mm -hmm. So she said, let's do, uh, you could take a 100 milligram progesterone pill at night. mm, That's pretty common. That's what I have. Yep, yep. And then she said I could increase it to two Mm -hmm. if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. But I've been, I've tried to. I actually couldn't really, I didn't notice a difference. So I just backed down to one. I feel like one's. I still, I can't sleep through the night. My one. Do you? I Well, I will say my issue is actually never sleeping through the night. It's just falling asleep. Oh. And the other thing is my, um, my nerve medications that I take for the injury, they do have a sleep component mm-hmm. in them. You only take them at night. Mm-hmm. And so I think the combination for me oh, is sure. just like a better combination. Yeah than if I wasn't taking that medication. So I take the progesterone at night. That's been working really good. And I actually know it must be helping with other things because it's been sitting at my pharmacy for about five days now (laughs) because I haven't picked it up. And I have noticed that I'm more irritable Mm -hmm. and a little bit more moodier then I have, and I'm still taking my other meds consistently. So I know the progesterone is helping with like a mood, uh, irritability component. Cause that's the only thing I need to triple mine then. Cause I have that problem bad. Well, I kind of, I kind of wondered if I increased it, I know it's supposed to help with sleep and I'm taking it Mm -hmm. for sleep, but if I increased it maybe for a week, like it would, would it really help me? I don't know. We'll keep us posted. I know. I will keep you posted. for sure. I've thought about it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have a prescription to take for more. So, Mm -hmm. Um, and then the testosterone. So that testosterone is not FDA approved. And so you have to have a pharmacy compound. A compound pharmacy. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And I've used those years ago. And the one I have, there's a bunch of different ways you can take it. I actually even think they offer it in a patch, maybe. Mm. But um, she said the fastest way to get into your system was to put it in a dissolvable under your tongue. So oh. I was like, well, I want it fast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Instant. I want to feel it instant. Me too. Okay. So. I'm going to share that with you. No. <laughs> When you get it, we share it. Okay. And so they're, yeah, they compound it. It takes like a week and then they just ship them to me because it's across town. But Mm -hmm. now is that covered by insurance? Sometimes the compound drugs are not covered. Now my progesterone is like $2.22 a month. Yes. And then the progesterone, I mean the testosterone Mm -hmm. is like $108 a month. Jeez. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But I do feel like it, I definitely it's feel like it's working. Good. I, part of me wonders if they can, I will have to ask her. I haven't asked her any questions because I'm still in the first month, mm-hmm. but I wonder if you can go stronger, but I don't necessarily know that they'll go stronger because it isn't FDA. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, um, there's kind of a lot of regulation with it. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, that hmm. is something that I want to reach out to her though. But I can say from someone, I have inflammation. I think all of us have inflammation yeah. at some point in time or another. And um, if you're prone to migraines or headaches, you might yes. have inflammation in your head, mm -hmm. around your head. If you have had, obviously, an injury of sorts, you'll definitely have inflammation all over your body. Mm -hmm. So years ago, I tore the ligaments uh, multiple times in my right ankle. So I tore them one way and then got into another injury and tore them the other way. Jeez. And so every summer for the last several years, that ankle swells up so bad. I hit, I hit like June and when the temperature starts to rise, immediately I look like I have a hobbit foot what? on my right foot. Oh, no. And then my left what? foot is totally fine. Every so summer? Every summer. That's... And it goes away as soon as the cold weather hits. <gasps> but it inflames so bad. And I am telling you, I don't know what it is, but between the increased vitamin D, the testosterone... And the progesterone, one of those things, my inflammation is totally gone in my, oh, my cool. head. I still have head pain, but it's completely gone in my ankle and, and, in, my, and in my leg. So, like, you know, anytime you have a swollen ankle, it does kind of grow up your leg a little bit. Mm -hmm. I have not, since I've started this whole new regimen, I have no swelling. So... Wow. Oh, that's and it's great. Isn't it kind of cool? That's exciting. And that's with what? The what, what, what the uh, vitamin D. Oh, the yeah. 5,000 I use of vitamin yeah. D, the uh, progesterone, and the testosterone. I'm finding my arthritis is not as bad. Oh. And you're taking progesterone, right? Yeah. Okay. So maybe it, it really is the progesterone. Wait, Sophie, aren't you all three, though? Progesterone, I estrogen, am. and <clears throat> testosterone? I am. Okay. And um, and I also understand that the uh, IUD also has pedestrian progesterone. Oh. oh, and I will, what I will say is maybe it's not the... Um, I think it might be more progesterone and vitamin D because I, I noticed... I didn't get the testosterone for about a week and a half to two weeks after I had gotten the other things, and I started those things right away, and I noticed the inflammation decrease mm -hmm. in those. Um, so maybe it really is those two, and maybe the <coughs> testosterone helps. Yeah, but I, I <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, the inflammation in my hands and feet mm -hmm. and everything were really bad, and they've gotten better. I mean, my baby figures are still quite um, swollen, but for the most part, I'm, and, and that was a weird thing because they were saying that arthritis is actually can be, your osteoarthritis could be, uh, related to menopause. Wow. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, and I've, I have deformed fingers because, and mm, I'm hoping that. that it stops it, mm -hmm. but I've got like nodules and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They're awful. I used to have like really pretty hands. Well, maybe this so one's So that's, okay. that's arthritis basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is inflammation, right? I mean, it causes yeah. inflammation. It causes for inflammations, sure. but there's and joint like, pain. The, the and, it, yeah. and it actually yeah. builds um, calcium. Is it calcium or no, what's it building? I don't know what it is. It's the, the, it builds the, the bone. It's oh. just, did they check your calcium levels in your lab work? I think they did. Yeah. 
I know they usually do, and I know they usually say in our older age, especially peri- perimenopause, um, if you're a lot of women don't have enough calcium, so they suggest you take yeah. more that, calcium yeah. so you don't have bone loss, but mm-hmm. mine must have been fine. Mm-hmm. So this inflammation has just really helped because yeah. if you're someone, I'm not focusing on losing weight per se I'm focusing on like feeling good having good energy is my Mm -hmm. body strong and there's only so much you can help at one time so for me I'm constantly struggling with brain health Mm -hmm. (laughs) every day so I tend to just focus on the brain health piece maybe not so much the physical piece but I did want to know how much of my weight gain was inflammation and how much of it was like true weight gain that Mm. I needed to work on yes yes and so this has been able to help me quite a bit because normally well I I wear glasses when I don't wear contacts and when Mm. I before the meds if I wore my glasses I could put them over on my head and they would hold there I can't do that anymore. They fall off all the time. And I'm, I mean, they literally, now I have to worry about them falling on the ground and like scratching up. I've never had that issue. But since the inflammation for the most part is gone, it's been kind of, I mean, it's kind of cool. And the other thing that you, you changed too, is you stopped drinking alcohol. Oh, well, yes, that's true. I know we say wine Wednesday. She's, Uh she's been, she's been doing Mm -hmm. the fake stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't. So And I do know that alcohol can definitely add inflammation Mm -hmm. to the body. Mm -hmm. Um, I never was drinking a whole lot, but the alcohol that I was drinking, even like a small, I had a, like two or three weeks ago, I had just a few sips of one and I got a ocular migraine within like 20 minutes. It was sudden. Mm-hmm. and um I actually want to say I was here mm-hmm. I think I took a, a thing of wine and I just immediately got one and then around my birthday I had a glass of alcohol and I felt it for days it was bad so for me I know it's the injury piece um it just makes the inside of my head it it makes it feel like you're drunk but for days and Mm -hmm. it it makes you hazy so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like walking in a um remember those like corn maze or like a maze of sorts and never being able to get out you think you're gonna get out of it but you never can that's how my head feels uh when I drink alcohol so that is not good yeah it's not I know we like all the good things are bad for us I yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and I mean but I'm sure there is. I mean, I think there's, there's also a, you know, there's a limitation. And, and yours, you're exercising yeah. going on one extreme because of yeah. your brain yes. injury. Totally. And how it's um, affecting you. Um, but I know that I, I, I know better. I think we all know better. Yeah. And I, I don't drink. I don't overly drink. So I, I'm not too worried about it. If right. I probably cut it out completely. Um, maybe I would lose some extra weight. I don't, I'm not sure, but. Uh, well, speak of, uh, Dr. Amen had something come out a few, like a week ago, maybe a week, a week or two ago. 
and it was all about alcohol. Yeah. And he was just saying that one glass of alcohol a day, and he talked about statistically all and the he's damage. And he's a brain. He's a brain. Yeah, he's a brain uh, medical uh, specialist. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, he's like the main one of the main uh, brain guys. And I've been following him for about fifteen. 17 years now but not on Instagram because Instagram wasn't around then was it how did you follow him yeah it's been going on since Izzy was a baby Mm -hmm. yeah he was one of the first people I started following because he Mm. actually had a magazine for ADD ADHD and my kiddo was going through that so that's that's how I started following him and uh a couple weeks ago he was talking about just like symptomatically what one glass of wine or one beer could do to you. And um, I've, I've read some of his stuff about like how it can really disorientate those of us who are ADD or ADHD. Mm. So, um, and I, I mean, in the past, we've all drank. Like I know it and, you know, I don't go anywhere. I don't drive anywhere. We all kind of know those safety mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. But for my brain, it's just bad. So mm-hmm. yeah, I you need to drink. give your you need yeah you need to also yeah. give your brain a little bit of a time to, yeah, oh, yeah so that you can heal because you've got a lot of healing yeah. in front of you mm-hmm. yeah so a lot of things that might be you know hormonal related can really be brain related and I know mm. it ultimately it is all connected mm-hmm. but um, I can get really irritable and moody. But a couple of years before the accident, I wasn't sup- I wasn't a super moody or um, irritable person. <laughs> I could, the, I think for me the biggest change is that prior to the accident, I didn't think things were ir- irritable or irritating, mm-hmm. and I didn't wasn't thinking moody like now I do it all the time and. Like to the point where it's like, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't mm-hmm. say anything. If somebody could, like a kid could be irritating me and I'll be like, don't do it. It's not their fault. Don't do mm-hmm. it. Don't do it. And so I have to give myself this internal pep talk all the time. And then you miss what's going on in like real life. So I can very much relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just kind of, till I know what my boundaries are. I know what like my ADD stuff is, but when you add an injury and it just like shakes it all up and now you have like this new piece of yourself and my concussion group that I'm in, a woman was talking about how seven years after her concussion, um, how she had like a new, she had to come to bat with the fact that she had a new herself like a new me and that's true I hear all throughout the um uh concussion community yeah that who you were before very rarely comes back to who you are later in real life all these people have had them for five to ten years like and you've maybe people see it on the outside like they see the old person but inside they don't feel that way and Mm -hmm. a lot of times I don't feel like the person I was before the incident so between trying to focus on mental health there's like the ADD component (laughs) 
there is the perimenopause component. Mm -hmm. There is the brain injury component. I really have just focused on the mental health piece and not like my physical body because I can't do both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just too much. Yeah, it's too much. I think you just give give yourself some grace. And I think because once you're in a better mental state that you'll be able to handle things differently, look at you know, what you're eating, what you're not eating, yeah. what you, you know, and just how be, about just eating? I know you, know you know don't, eat. I know you, don't <laughs> you eat all, yeah. but you both know, I mean, I eat more. I have been focusing on my sleep and my eating. I drink more smoothies and more protein chicks, which I wasn't doing any of that before. So that has been super helpful, but I am not a big, I'm not a big eater. So focusing on sleep, mental health and yeah. food has and taking my meds or the supplements and the medications, you know, pretty mm-hmm. religiously. That's kind of what I focus yeah. on. But, you know, I think it's all about this realness. You know, we claim to be real gals and, you know, we have real bodies <laughs> and yeah. we have real minds. And sometimes we look put together and other times we don't. And,. I, well, I, we may appear put together, yeah. but we're really oh, not. Oh, totally. At Absolutely. least I'll speak for myself. No, no for real. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. So yeah. I, I'm, and at some point in time, I think a meeting with a, um, not the dietitian, the allergist would mm. be good. I've done allergy tests multiple mm. times, but as your body changes, and hormones change, uh, your allergies can change as well. So that wouldn't be such a bad one for me to do. Yeah. Yeah. But that reminds me when I went to the ENT, mm-hmm. they did uh, refer me for allergy testing. I mm-hmm. completely forgot about that because I've got so many things going on, but I have a form for that oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Like to do not like the, f- not food, but like environmental mental. allergies. Yeah. 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 So I, I did one on, from online and, um, and they came back. It was just the blood work, like the similar to what you did, Heather. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, they came back with 19 allergens. Wow. Um, I'm allergic to tons of grasses, mm-hmm. cats, which I knew mm-hmm. mold. Um, yeah, I'm I'm allergic to like 19 things, and I was just like really surprised because I a couple of years ago I had my I had the prick and I had the mm-hmm. you know they did a um, and I'm like why wouldn't it come out on that like and then he does the blood test and they can find something different. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, especially now, I learned this with my middle kiddo who's had I don't know probably 60 um, allergy tests. Um, is that your blood can change when your immune system is high. So for my middle kiddo, his immune system was always higher in the summertime. He was always healthier in the summertime. So when we tested him in the summer, his tests were always different in the summer than they were in the winter, almost always. And they could be drastic. It could show that he wasn't sensitive to something and then highly sensitive or allergic in the winter Winter. time. Mm -hmm. So, and then it's all uh, allergies are a symptom of something. They're not the problem, ever the problem. So it's like a symptom. So when they say it's autoimmune related, 
if your system is healthier, which means your hormones would have to be healthier, you know, all these components, it would make sense to me that a few years ago, you didn't, they didn't pop up because you were younger a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I was also been... new to Oregon. Oh, yes. that's a very that's good point. Huge. And yeah. I was living in San Francisco for nine years. Yeah. And it, different the, the veget- trees, different vegetation. Cement. Yes. No. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah. And, and yeah. There, you know, there's trees that grow, but I mean, yeah. we didn't have a real winter and a real summer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it, you know, as far as probably my allergies, I was probably actually in a really good place well, in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, totally. I would Versus absolutely. here. And I live in the middle of a forest. So, yes. Oh, no, totally. Well, like even here in the Pacific Northwest, I am a high allergy person also. And I notice when I go to the coast, um, Mm -hmm. get out of the valley and go to the coast, I feel way better. My allergies clear up. I'm totally way better. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to have to move to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) No, it's totally true. So I think, I know I have a lot of environmental um, allergies. It's Mm -hmm. just the food allergies. I've always had a sensitivity to dairy. Yep. Do I drink dairy? Yes. I've had a sensitivity to peanuts off and on. I've had a horrific allergy attacks to peanuts, but it doesn't stay. It goes. And then it, it, it comes back up randomly. I have learned in like the last few years, I'm sensitive to bananas. Like bananas showed up on my list too. Bananas will make me throw up. And I love bananas actually. Yeah. I used to Uh, put them in my smoothies all the Mm -hmm. time. And then all of a sudden, I kept having peanut butter and bananas together. Yes. And something would like make me want to throw up and give me a horrible stomach ache. So oh. I took, I got rid of both of them. And I was like, well, it's probably the peanuts because I have this problem already. And no, I, I got rid of the peanuts because actually peanuts on themselves gave me issues. Bananas oh, themselves no. gave me issues. I can have peanuts again, but I cannot have bananas. Oh. That's so, a bummer. I know. I like know. when you drop smoothies or yeah. like a quick meal for someone like me, a banana is the go-to. Yes. Yeah. So and you can grab and go. I know. Yeah. So, yep. On my elimination diet, uh, bananas is on there. I haven't been having bananas. Yeah. So now I throw in avocados. Oh, those that's, that's a good go. idea. An avocado mm-hmm. shake is delicious. Mm-hmm. I love those. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... Yeah, so I think the allergy component would be good at some point in time. Mm -hmm. Now, I heard, though, that, so, okay, there's blood tests Mm -hmm. you can do for allergies, but there's also skin scratch tests that you can do. And I've heard that the skin test is actually more accurate than the blood test. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys confirm? I, I heard that, too. That's okay. why I was so surprised that the blood yeah. test found more than the scratch test, but it was... Uh, five years at the ago. beginning and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so ultimately that is true and all the years of allergy stuff we've done with Caleb um having scratch testing and having the blood work is like a great puzzle like both of those together fitting them together um is like the optimal picture mm-hmm. if you do just blood work again like Caleb's blood work always changed they would give us blood work, and it, he could have something. And then, come winter, when his system was low, he would get he would break out in like a contact rash. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. You know, if you're anaphylaxis to anything, that's it. Doesn't matter if you've done scratch testing or blood work; you're anaphylactic regardless.
regardless. So, mm. but yeah, um, interesting. So yeah. yeah, so it's a good thing. Like when you said you had the blood work done, I was like, you know, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if you had the scratch and mm-hmm. the scratch came out that you were really Cat allergic. scratch fever. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sophie, what's the rest of the song? <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> song this is. You don't know that song? What are you singing? Cat scratch fever. Someone look it up. It's okay. a real thing. It is. Blue Oyster Cult maybe sings that. <laughs> I had a girlfriend who got it. Had oh, to go there's to the a hospital. real cat Yeah. That's a oh, real yeah. disease? It's a real thing from if cats. From an actual cat scratch? Yes. <gasps> yeah, she had to be hospitalized no for like five way. days. Oh yeah, my she had God. A, yeah, my cat used to scratch me when I had a cat, and it, it would swell up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So it's a real thing. But um, I'm looking up the song. But, yeah, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. I think that's I – mean, I mean, you're getting there. I mean, yeah. we're all going through different yeah. phases yeah. and different parts of, of this journey. And, you know, next week I'll talk about mine, but I'm hoping that we'll have a guest with I us. I That will it's, be super sorry, good. Sorry, it's Ted Nugent. It's a 1977 <laughs> song by Ted Nugent. <laughs> not listening to that. Oh, no, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good okay. to, if our specialist can yes, come I can't on wait. as a guest. We need, we're having some and good <coughs> guest speakers. I think, you know, going forward on all of our social media platforms and things is that we'll be talking about these constant hormone, you know, body issues because hormones affect us, you know, between 10 and 15 years for the whole mm-hmm. perimenopause stuff. So that's a long it's a, time. Basically, we should ha- have 10 to 15 years of uh, life off. Radical. That's a, yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, really, for women in general, they should. They should. I know. That. We give birth, we have periods, and then they make us go through this. And we should get paid. <laughs> yes. Yes. Time off so with true. pay. High Time pay. <laughs> yes, you have maternity leave. Let's yeah. go on perimenopause yeah. leave. basically like that. Menopause leave. <laughs> <For> 15 years. <laughs> oh, seriously. So I want to get pe- I think we need a female president. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tell them how it is. To put that into law. Okay. Yeah. So I yes. think this will be a good constant, you know, check-in. Yeah. Because what we feel now, just in the first few months that we've been in, you've been in longer, yeah. Sophie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, six from now, six months from now, 12 months from now, I think we'll all feel very yeah. differently. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be great. interesting. Yeah, we'll keep yeah. updating for sure. This is an ongoing, yeah. Yeah. ongoing thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so very me. good. All right. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. You. Yeah, this was fun. Cat scratch. <laughs> 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 Heather's going to be singing this all the way home. Oh, my God. None of us have cats. Luckily, we all have dogs. Yes. We all have You bark- and I are allergic. Are you oh. allergic to them? I do have. I'm not like anaphylactic or anything, but I, mm. I yeah. it, years ago in my 20s when I had allergy testing and I had to take allergy shots for five yeah. years for grasses, mold, and cats. Mm. Same yeah. as you, Sophie. Yeah. And, um, yeah, cats were on there. So, no cats for us. <sighs> well, <this is> great. <laughs> <laughs> you had to have done that. I know. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> All right, you guys. I think we ought to wrap this up before, <laughs> I, before I go off the rails. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And land on her feet because she's a cat. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. She has nine lives. <laughs> Well, all right. So this was really good. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And we will be talking to you guys next week. So stay tuned. And everybody behave out there and enjoy summer. 
Enjoy right. the summer sun, and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Did you guys know? You probably didn't even realize this, but on. on- hey, guys. Just a reminder this podcast is presented solely for entertainment and educational purposes. We are just friends, me, Amy, and Heather. We're not qualified professionals. This is not intended to replace any professional physician, doctor, medical advice, um, or what have you. We are just friends talking about our experiences and just want to make sure that you take the healthy route and be safe and happy. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate you listening to us, and we look forward to hanging out with you next Wednesday. Please join us. And in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. Also, we would love to hear from you and hear some of your juicy stories. You can email us your stories at rxop.yourstory at gmail.com. Until next week. Bye. Bye.